Hey everyone, and welcome to season two of Death in Cambodia, Life in America, a podcast where I sit down with my father, Robert Chow, a survivor of one of the biggest genocides in modern history, the Khmer Rouge. He escaped to America with 10 bucks in his pocket and built a distributing company, one of the largest donut distributors in the U.S. How exactly did a poor, starving boy from Cambodia build an empire and achieve his American dream? I'm Dorothy, his daughter, and your host for today's episode. Let's dive in. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of Death in Cambodia, Life in America. This episode was actually one of my favorites to record so far in season two. We are at the point now where Robert has figured out that doing donut shops is going to be the way for him to get financial success. And he has completely decided that moving forward, what he is going to do is build as many donut shops as he possibly can. The other part of season two, you know, what I really, really wanted to do was kind of dig into not only the good and fancy parts of my father building donut shops and getting successful and getting money, but also kind of why he felt the need to feel like he had to work as hard as he did. It was almost as if when he was describing these things that he was running from something or running towards something. I asked him very, very deep questions regarding what was the purpose behind him working so hard and sacrificing everything, everything to achieve his goals. That's what we talk about here. What did you do with all the money that you made during this time? Uh Continue buy, continue buy shop and build shop and build. And after then, then I thinking about just uh, go out a little bit far uh, from the Los Angeles areas. Uh, what made you feel that way? Why did you think that? Uh, it's so much competition now. I think, you know, uh, 1985, 86, it's a lot of people know how to you know, uh, run the donut shop, not just me though. I mean, you know, everybody learned pretty quick. I mean, uh, to operate the donut shop is not too complicated. Mm -hmm. As long as you're willing to work hard Mm -hmm. to start like 10, 11 o'clock at night and work through the night and finish seven, eight o'clock in the morning. I think, you know, uh, 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 you got it made because it's no, it's not complicated. There's no paperwork and 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 nothing. And when you say build donut shops from scratch, that means that means what does that mean? Usually, it's the space. Uh, if you like the location, and then uh, you lease the space, uh, and then you start building plumbing, hood. Uh, uh, all the TI, the tenant, te- tenant improvement, mm-hmm. and then 
buy the equipment and install it. And generally, you try to find places that had previously been like restaurants. No, 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 not necessarily. Not necessary. Mm, okay. The location, you just look around, and then you know traffic in the morning. Uh, uh, you try to get close to the freeway. freeway. Yeah. 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 So, because people start early in the morning, stop by, you know, and uh, uh, the donut shop, grab a coffee and donut, and you know, get going, get going on one hundred one freeway uh, to uh, Camarillo, and then because it's a it was a farmland at that, and then only one or two donut shop the whole town. So I. This thinking, I think the rent is cheaper because it's a it's a far away from uh, from the big town, Los mm-hmm. Angeles. So I found you know one space, a brand new shopping center. They just start building it. It's just a small small center. So yeah, I got the lease, and uh, 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 that's a that's a reason why too. Because you know when you go far away to small town, the uh, the rent is not that expensive, and uh, they they give you a break. You can deal, you know, get like three months free rent. You know when you building the uh, the tenant improvement, mm-hmm. uh, something like that. Yeah, I found one in Camero. I start building that shop and uh, uh, and open it it was very tough because it's a small town um, it it takes some time to build up the business you know and then I learned too I said oh wow to buying the business it's it costs you a little bit more but then you can build it up pretty fast. If you build up the brand new one, sometimes you just really learn how to do the marketing. But I didn't know how, how to, to do, do marketing. Market, marketing. How was your English at this point? Uh, English at this point? Yeah, I think I pretty 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 decent. Pretty, you know, pretty fair. Yeah, pretty fair. Yeah, yeah. So you were able to kind of navigate. Like build the, yeah. when you build a shop and stuff like that, yeah, 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 and uh, uh, that's how I uh, after we open, uh, I think you know the first week that we opened that shop, uh, uh, this guy named David uh, Etzel, he's a he, he's attorney, I believe he probably just graduated from uh, from from college, got the license, and his office is not far from the donut shop. So we stop by uh, every morning, young, and I'm, I'm just chit-chat with him. He was so friendly. He willing to help, and he said, I'm the attorney, and if you need any help on the lease and whatever, let me know. And, uh, yeah, that's how I know David up until today. So previously... With all the four shops you had prior, you just basically signed whatever. Whatever. Came your way. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that I really just asked is it, how long the lease, how long can I stay in this, you know, and how much? And that's about it. Yeah. 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 And just sign it. Yeah. 
never had any kind of a official legal person really looking at any of these things at all. So with five shops kind of under your belt now, did you ever think about, ah, this is enough for me? No, no, I just continue. I, oh, I was, I was uh, 20, uh, 26, 27 years old. I was young. I said, hey, I'm going to go ahead and do, I'm going to push myself as far as I can go. That's what my plan. So now I have a 10-year plan, 10-year plan. I said, I'm going to go ahead and build in this 10 years because I know how to build shop. I know how to build up the business. I, I feel so confident myself. I know I have energy. Uh, so I want to build maybe three or four or five shops each, each year. That's a lot. Yeah, at least. So that's what's the plan. So then after... Uh, after Camarillo, I had a good relationship with, with, with David. And then uh, I said, can you read my lease? Anything that new place, new? He said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, It seems to me like it almost kind of sounds like an obsession, what they call an obsession with building shops. Because after a certain point, maybe only Ted the donut king is the only one that really kind of had this motivation to build as many shops as possible. But most people who come as refugees, they have a couple stores, maybe three max, and they're fine. So what was it about you that you had five shops and you still didn't feel like enough. it was enough? <laughs> well, because I was young, I guess, you know, and because I just, like I say, you know, I, I, I used to, I was born, remember, I was born and raised in a very wealthy family. And I want that lifestyle. I want, uh, want that I lifestyle back. Back, you know, and then I able to just buy a nice car and a, a nice home. And now I got opportunity. Why you let it go? No, I won't let it go because, like I said, I still got plenty of energy. And then, uh, why not? And then I got a lot of connection, a lot of people that really willing to lease the shop from you. And um, so why not? I think, you know, it's all, all in front of you. It, everything's in front of you. It just, you have to really work hard from this point on, yes and no. Now you just build a shop, buy the shop, build it up and put the people and listen to them. They're the one that really wake up in the morning and work and, you know, and, and they're happy. I'm, I'm happy. It's a win-win situation. Don't you think that though, Af, with five shops under your belt, you already have achieved a pretty decent lifestyle? Not really, because I don't really thinking about my lifestyle what you mean by lifestyle because i'm still you know carry a backpack and every every place that i build i just go ahead and rent the uh, one room one one bedroom apartment and then and then just build a shop and open the shop and then bake the dough bake the donut and train people at least in a four or five four or five months but that's by choice yes Yes. That was your choice. That's my choice. If you would have you if you would have sat back and cashed out, you could have. 
a little bit. You could have yeah. relaxed yeah. a little bit yeah. and and um, maybe enjoyed your money at that time a little bit more. My dream was probably bigger than that. Anything that I, you know, uh, this country, it give you opportunity if you really want to achieve something, if you want it bad enough. Yes, I think you're right. If I uh, just just sit, just operate that five store, yeah, I, I, I have plenty of uh, money to enjoy, to do not what I want, but at least in a comfortable life. But I think, think about it, you know, I was young. And then I was worked hard and survived all my life. Now, this opportunity in front that you couldn't refuse, so why you want to stop? That's what I'm thinking. I never thought that I stopped. I never. And I just continue plan, the 10-year plan, and build shop, build shop, buy shop. So I had an inventory. After that, Camarillo, and then now, Camarillo and Ventura is only 10 minutes. Yeah. Every single deal. I was excited. I was excited. Oh, so much energy. Would you say that that feeling of excitement was the most excited you felt like in your young life? Yes. Yes. Nothing really gave you that kind of excitement. No. No. Not the drinking, not the partying, no, no. not the going out. Because when you try this, to this is excitement that, you know, you can see your future. You feel you feel that you have that the goal that your dream that you 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 want to be this is in front of you now not just like uh they give it to you but you're just gonna have to work for it but you know it just you see that's exciting it just like almost feel like a hundred and ten percent that you 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 never feel in a business, most people say, "Oh, you when you do business, you you afraid, you scared because you know uh, probably fifty percent is gonna fail, you know, and all of that." No, me, it's just like, wow, I just feel so 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 confident in myself. I said, "Oh, I gotta make it." If I buy a new sh- shop, and I I feel like I can build this business in two months, three months. It gives you that kind of sense in me. Uh, 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 so that's, that's why I'm exciting. That's why you chase it. That's why I'm chase. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is, I think this is something really key here because beyond this, people probably are thinking, what? what is it that makes you so different from everybody else? Because, um, but I think, I think we're touching upon it here. It's that you, you, you enjoyed it. Yes, I did. I enjoy it. I enjoy do business. I enjoy make deal. I enjoy make, uh, even with the headaches that come with, it, with, yeah, with running. When you enjoy it, it just, it's, you don't, you, you don't feel it had any. Because we, you know, when you enjoy it, you want to enjoy doing, you know, and then it's just no headache. You don't feel headache. You don't feel it's hard work. No. 
not at all. And uh, uh, just like anything else, you see, uh, a basketball player, you know, for me, for everyone, it just tries so hard. I just God, this is so hard. But you know, for what? I mean, all of these people, they said, "No, I'm enjoy it." They said, "No, I can, I can practice from six o'clock to 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 five o'clock in the evening. I still have energy to shoot that ball because I love it. I enjoy it. It's the same thing for me to run the donut shop." You know, when you look back on young Robert at 20-something years old, just chasing his dream, you you mentioned every time you bought a store or in the process of building it, you, you stayed in a hotel with a backpack. You just traveled around. You think about that, that, that 20-something year old boy with the freezing cold water showering in the back of the corner of the donut shop. Um, you think something like that can be taught? You think toughness like that yes. can be taught? Yes, I think so. But I think you're probably going to really have, you, you, you're going to have a commitment. It's not just like uh, teaching people. I can tell you, I can teach you the techniques and all that. But, you know, depend on the persons too. Because the person, if you want it bad enough, anything, if you want it bad enough, then you can do it. If you just say, I want it, I want it, that's not going to happen. Because a lot of things uh, in this world here, I mean, your dream. You see, sometimes you want to chase your dream. That's not just dream. You're going to have to really have a commitment. You're going to have to work hard. You're going to have to be exciting. You have to like it. You have to really like it. Or else you're not going to be able to do it. No, you're probably going to want to do donut shop. And then he said, oh, my God, you know, work at night. I don't have any, enough sleep. And then all of these things here, it's going to bother you. Plus, I think, you know, I was trained when I was young. To, that's how to do But you know, when you grow up. Do you think, though... That, that kind of mentality of whatever you can, whatever you want, if you work hard enough, you can do it. Did you believe that when you were back in Cambodia? Or do you think that's the American dream that was instilled in you when you came here to America? Well, because in Cambodian, it both. In Cambodian, the way I was brought up through Khmeru, uh, let's start from the beginning. I was born in a wealthy family, didn't know what is the hard work. Then, you know, you went through Khmer Rouge for four and a half years and tried to survive. And, and uh, then you learn a lot too. When to save, when to stop, when to trust, and all of that. It's completely, completely different uh, uh, training. Uh, your mind, brainwash your mind uh, in that four and a half year, but taught you that uh, if you try your best, you try to do something in a common sense. Is it you know you you in Cambodian in Khmeru, one step at 
one word, they can kill you over there. And they, they, they taught you something that uh, uh, it's no school, no school in the world that have that kind of lesson. But here in America, here, I think in America, uh, we have law, we have got, you know, uh, freedom. Uh, 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 you can dream in Cambodian. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how hard you work and what kind of dream. It's not going to happen. Never going to happen. So maybe this... The only dream that you want is just survive, right? So over there. Dream, food. You dream about food every, every single minute. Here, you don't have to worry about food. You just dream whatever you want to be. You have the opportunity to you dream. You have the opportunity. Uh, yes. 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 That's for everyone. Uh, when you're asking me, say, what makes you different? Uh, what? I, I, it's no different. Me, uh, from. It's just the same. The rest of every, 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 uh, everyone. If you here live in America, you got you got uh, opportunity. Whatever you want to be, really. Maybe it's just because you guys lived through the Khmer Rouge, and you came here that you can really see it. You can see the different. You can see the opportunity. Opportunity, and then it's different. So much different. It feels like you were given a second chance at life. Of course, this is given a second chance of life. That's why I keep telling everybody when I got to America, I reborn in this country. And so if you have the opportunity, the privilege to dream, to have a dream, why not chase it? Why not chase it? Mm-hmm.